0: offering a sister's guide to teams through the ages i am riley smurl i'm sydney mcelroy and i'm taylor smurl
1: brr sisters oh man <laughs> it's cold uh, out there it is cold we're out at a there. polar vortex ah, i felt like like a morning radio host there for a second brr, brr. listeners it's <laughs>
0: cold out there <laughs> get that vibe yeah yeah mm, yeah it is very cold
1: yes yeah um, it's
0: what six
1: <laughs> it's six degrees here and six degrees where taylor is yeah yes Weird. but it's much worse in other places yes yeah yes i understand it is in the negative 30s in some places which that's
0: not even a temperature seems yes <laughs> it does not seem
1: possible i didn't to think me. temperature went that low <laughs> i know like I see these warning where it's it's like any exposed skin could like experience frostbite in five minutes. Like if you breathe in or talk, you could freeze your lungs or do damage. <laughs> I'm like, what? This is it this is like outer space stuff. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, <laughs> that no, exactly. It's such a it was such a bummer. Charlie had a snow day today. Um, more so because of the temperature yeah. than the snow. We got some snow, but it wasn't it wasn't that much. It was really the temperature, which was fine except what a bummer to be a kid and have a snow day and you look outside and there is actually snow and then your mom says, you can't actually go out there <laughs> at all. You will freeze. I'm not being lazy. It's just, it, it's 15 degrees out right now. Yeah. yeah. That's the high. You're not going outside. It's just getting
0: colder from here. Yeah.
1: I actually, at one point I just opened the door so it was just the screen door and I said, just stand here for a second and then tell me if you still want to go outside. And she went, <laughs> I think it's too cold. And I said, yes. <laughs> yes. I did scoop yeah. her up a bowl of snow, though.
0: That's good. Yeah, we
1: I mean, we were uh, we were talking about like how what do you do with your dog on a day like this? Like how you can't take your dog out on a walk? Like in the places where it's like negative twenty degrees? Like yeah, what do, you, do you just like hang its butt out the window? It's like a <laughs> but then I'd be afraid it's gonna be like a snow piercer thing where you just pull it back in and it's just half a dog. <laughs> like, <laughs> like i don't know how do you how do dogs poop in negative 30 degrees this is information <laughs> no, I need to know i'm gonna google it after the podcast
0: i don't know i've only ever had indoor cats so i mean so you I could know. like have an emergency litter box
1: i don't know if dogs understand the concept don't. of a litter you box. could just set them there and just say poop that is. Go. listen i i don't have dogs but that is not how dogs work <laughs> i know that <laughs> you you don't just look at a dog and say poop and they poop <laughs> i am certain that that is not accurate <laughs> i guess i guess if you put a lot of time into training them just in the instance that you find yourself in 30 degree or negative 30 degree weather like then that's the one you know like fetch sit poop exactly. like i guess if, if you <laughs> if you prep for that ahead of time now is the day that you're going, ha, 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 you all thought I was crazy. <laughs> or like those people who train their cats to use the toilet. Yeah, like that. There's got to be a way to do that with dogs, right? Yeah, I'm sure, yeah. You could do- just dogs get- do all those tricks that usually cats don't do, so yeah. I bet you could train a dog to use the, <laughs> use the
0: potty. <laughs> like, they have those puppy pads you could get. You could just, like, take the smallest room in your house and just kind of cover all of it with those. Be like, okay, dog. Just, this just, is the time you'd go for a walk. I'm just gonna put you in this room, and anywhere you want to go is fine. Go to, <laughs> to poop town. Room. Wow, this is not what we're talking about today. I'm uncomfortable. Can we stop talking about this? Sure, but I'm I don't just want to keep talking about poop.
1: Anyone in like Minnesota or Chicago that has a dog, just shoot us an email. And let me know what you did, because I'm just really just curious. Yeah. Yeah, I am so. curious.
0: Have you all seen the video of that dog when it's snowing outside and it's this big white fluffy dog and it won't get off the porch? Like its owner's like, come on, it's too cold. You have to come inside. And it's just sitting there with like a big coating of fur on it. And it just turns around and looks at her like, nope. <laughs> it's very good
1: it's Thanks. so good when you describe memes
0: <laughs> hey, oh, I love this Sarah, dog video you just told me it's about Very good. I'm just trying Thanks. to describe it in enough detail where you all can go look it up and watch it for yourself later you know like when we make
1: fun of dad for like describing the funnies to us on Sunday morning uh-huh. you just did the, the current version of that <laughs> <laughs> sorry Rilo it's okay. We enjoyed it. <laughs> Can we talk about what we're
0: actually talking about now? Yeah. So, so, you know so.
1: what? It's so cold out. You know what would warm us all up?
0: Fire. A little fire.
1: <laughs> Did you oh, like that? Did you- right. It was good. Mm-hmm. It was good. Mm-hmm. So, if only we were in the Bahamas. <laughs> um, if only we were in the Bahamas getting ripped off by a fake festival. Yes. No. But that. So everybody's talking about the fire festival documentaries plural yes Uh, the dueling documentaries that came out and Mm. at first I thought man I want to talk about this I'm obsessed with this now I didn't know anything about it really when it happened other than oh my gosh this festival seemed to go awry and then something else happened and everyone moved on uh now I'm fascinated by it and then uh, I, we found a way to it, it is relevant to our show. <laughs> we found a connection. We started talking about it. it is relevant because so much as we'll get into of this fire festival, so much of what happened was driven by Instagram and influencers, which I have never heard the word influencer used like that that you much. Never heard it before? I mean that like to that extent yeah, until right. I watched these documentaries cuz yeah. I didn't I didn't know it was that prevalent of a concept, yep. the influencer. Mm-hmm. Well And I, I think Sid and, and and you can probably back me up on this like we didn't there were celebrities that would like, you know, endorse like uh brands of like skincare or sure. alcohol that, you know, but those were celebrity endorsements. Yes. And we kind of understood that that was something that was, it was a commercial, you know, it was like, right. it, was in, it was in a music video or a movie. Like we kind of understood the connection between like this product is here because of money. I don't, did we have anything like that? I don't, I don't know what we had that was akin to an influencer um, because I don't know what their venue would have been. Cause the, the thing is like, like you said, if you were going to be uh, paid to advertise something, in the 90s, you were a celebrity already. Right. Of, of some, you know, of some level of celebrity. You weren't just somebody who tried on a lot of different clothes and happened to know a lot about clothes and posted really great pictures of yourself in clothes or something. I mean, that just wasn't a, it wasn't yeah. possible because where did you put those pictures and how did people know who you were like it just wasn't a thing. Right. You were a celebrity. You were doing an ad, and certainly, I guess, in that way, you're an influencer. Yeah. You know, because you see this great commercial, like what, is, what I'm thinking of, like Brooke Shields and Guess jeans. That's like a classic <laughs> one, right? Sure. It is. Yeah. It's like a classic. It's like yeah. a classic example of like a celebrity endorsement where everybody was like,
0: "Oh my gosh, I gotta get those jeans." Gotta be like Brooke. This is amazing.
1: She looks so great. I need those jeans. Like, <laughs> I feel like candies. I feel like candies tapped a lot of like current like young, uh, attractive female like celebrities and musicians to mm-hmm. like advertise their shoes. Yeah, for like, sure. I, but yeah, there was. A, I, I mean, even like I don't know. There was that dissonance because I'm thinking like one of the things that influenced things I thought I needed was like game shows, the prizes, like kid shows. Yeah. Like you thought you needed moon shoes because it was a prize. You thought you needed a Casio keyboard because it was a prize. (laughs) That was the only reason I knew what BK Nights were.
0: Yeah. Because you could
1: get them on Double Dare. (laughs) Right. (laughs) I don't, yeah. But but there was still very much like it was all, you know, it was all big money and it was all still in like a very much an advertising frame. There, There was never, there was never any doubt when they were trying to sell you something. You know, yeah. I mean, it may have worked sometimes, like sometimes the use of the celebrity may have made the ad work, but I, I never felt like I was confused as to whether or not they were trying to sell me something or if it was like, I'm just very cool and this is stuff that I like and yeah. so you should like it too. And I think that's the difference is that an influencer is, they, they're like a, they walk between worlds. Yeah. Right? Cause yeah. It, it's only recently that I mean now I feel like doesn't YouTube have a some sort of rule about you have to say when things are are promoted or when things are Yeah, that's paid how for?
0: Um, Instagram has become too. There's a little if something is like a paid partnership, like they're paying you to make a post about their product or whatever, there's a little line underneath their like name right b- above their picture that says like paid partnership with whoever. Mm-hmm. Which, which it
1: sounds like from these from these documentaries about Fire Festival part of the push for that came from this right or it either that's part of why there was legal action taken one or the other I mean that this played into it because uh it was really interesting I was talking about this concept of influencers with Justin and he said this was a big problem in like the world of video games especially for him as as a video game journalist because a lot of people would listen to like what an influencer would tell you over what a journalist would tell you yeah because they were seen as like individuals who weren't part of anything. they were yeah. you know, they were speaking for themselves. and like you could trust them because it was just their opinions, right. But influencers are often paid for what mm-hmm. they're saying. yeah, you know, they're they're advertising. And before they had to say that, it was really easy to get away with like, now this is just the cool stuff I'm into. Yeah um, and, and they're not held to the same standard like that you would expect a journalist to be held to, which is like, we know if you're writing about something you're not taking money for it because if you are you're gonna like get called out and fired (laughs) yeah because you can't there's a standard of ethics there is no standard of ethics for influencers you know i mean like what is that code of conduct it doesn't exist right yeah Yeah, that's true and it is like I, i i do like obviously there are certain restraints on it now but i remember watching youtube videos not that long ago and like watching like you know like a makeup or like a cosplay youtuber that i like and you know they'd start off they'd be drinking a tea and be like i start every day with my blood blah, 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 diet tea and like i love it it gets me started it's great for me anyway and then go on to a tutorial go on to a thing and it's like i was like huh but then you'd see a couple of the people in the same realm do that same thing and it's like oh but this is a weird like there's no mark there's no nothing about it that says this is an ad it's just this is part of my life and how many people went oh well if they use that
0: i should probably use that right yeah and i mean there's there's no restriction on who can see it either it's not like you know tv ads target a a demographic or what i mean even social media ads it's like these people have a wide reach and a company can pay One video game YouTuber, one beauty YouTuber, one Mm. model, one lifestyle YouTuber or whatever. And then they're covering everyone. I mean, there was a while where there was a game, I think it's called like Best Fiends or something. Literally every single YouTuber I watched did a video that was a paid partnership with this app within the same month. And I, I ended up downloading it and playing it. And I was like, I guess so it's kind worked. of fun. It worked. <laughs> but like... So you I, got sold. I totally fell for it. I totally <laughs> did. But every single YouTuber did it. And it's like, well, I, I mean, I thought it was overkill because it was everyone I watched. But also, I guess there are some people that would only watch one of them or watch, you know, a bunch of other ones and then only have one of these people in there. And it's hard because like,
1: Group. you know, it, we, we do ads, of course, like... And we are, we are paid to do them. We obviously, we say we're doing ads. And like, I try to, I mean, when I talk about like liking something, I'm being honest. Right. You know, like if I say, I'm because we're not, I don't know if it's it's a, if that's a unknown a thing. They can't make us say that. Right. They can't make, right. they can't make us say we personally enjoy something. If we don't, we don't have to say it. We just have to say what we're supposed to say. We don't have to do that. So if I say I really like something, I'm being honest. Yeah. I'm really wearing me undies. Right a lot of the time we all we're really- we aren't even we don't even have that sweet sweet MeUndies campaign no we but don't I but <laughs> but I, but i really am wearing them 95 percent of the time and the other five yeah. percent i'm not wearing any underwear so
0: Whoa. that's oh, okay <laughs> that's my whole life we all were wearing mod cloth before mod cloth ever did an ad with us that's
1: all yeah all this stuff is true but yeah. like i've thought about it before like you don't know that though and am I crossing a line by personalizing my endorsement even though I mean it? I don't know. Like that has that has irked me before even though I'm being very clear this yeah. is an ad. Like there is no doubt, there's right. no deception. It is an ad. I I've wondered about that from that end. So I mean, it's it's like double if it's kind of this uh like viral type marketing where it's just kind of embedded in the story of whatever you're watching. Yeah. And, like, yes, you might acknowledge at some point that it's paid, but you also have so cleanly just put it in. It's like when you watch a movie and you just see somebody who's just, like, very obviously drinking a Pepsi, you know?
0: Yeah. Or, like... you know
1: that scene in Wayne's World, but yeah. Yeah.
0: <laughs> there was a show that I watched for a while where they... Um, had a very obvious partnership with a certain car brand Mm -hmm. because they kept getting in this same like (laughs) brand of car every episode and then every episode it was like one guy would say man this car is cool i haven't seen you in this one before and he's like thanks check out this one very specific feature and there's like the (laughs) big commercial-esque shot of the car as it drives away it's like okay well i understand what you're trying to do here that was not very (laughs) very clear but the the problem
1: is that, like, most of the time you're right. It's very clear. It can get, like, it can get tricky, though. Yeah. And it's also, I think, like, just like with podcasts, I think people form, like, re- I don't want to say relationships, but I mean relationships. Like, they feel connected to YouTubers. Right. that they That they really enjoy their yeah. content and they really appreciate. And so, as a result, it can feel very, like, oh, well, my, my buddy... Whoever is telling me about a tea they like. Yeah. So mm. and I trust them and I like them. No, but the, but I, I thought all of that as it played into the fire Festival was very interesting because um, I had never really thought about the impact of that of that presence of that ability to like it's so much more personal than when we talk about celebrities advertising. Yeah. Like we expect that occasionally celebrities will be like I need some extra cash. Yeah. I'm going to do a credit card commercial. <laughs> you know,
0: <Right. laughs> like, we expect that that's going to happen from time to time. Like you see Jennifer Garner in that credit one commercial or whatever. And yeah. Like, okay. <laughs> I, I, mean, I get it. <laughs> well, yeah. She's a West Virginia girl. I'm
1: going to give her that. Oh, well, yeah. You got to make that. You got to make that money. Oh, I'm not hating <laughs> gotta on her. Like, she's she's doing what she needs to do. <laughs> but like, at the same time, when he, when it's when it's an influencer, to bring it down to, you know, when we're talking about People who haven't necessarily achieved like worldwide or even nationwide or even like a wide degree of celebrity, but it's a more personal thing. So their followers are, it's a, it's a fewer number, but they are maybe more devoted. Yeah. Um, they may be a more powerful resource to tap for an advertiser. Yeah. Um, right. Well, cause re- it, it kind of, it's like grassroots. It's like you, it feels so personal that you can't believe it's an ad. It reminded me a little bit of Josie and the Pussycats, the movie. <laughs> now, okay. in Josie and the Pussycats, the movie, which is great, by the way, if you haven't seen it. It's so Sydney good.
0: We'll make you watch it. <laughs> yeah,
1: it's so good. It's so funny. It they Now, they're using subliminal... subliminal I was about to say subliminable.
0: <laughs> subliminal. Mm.
1: Subliminal advertising. And this isn't subliminal, but, like... It's the next step up, right? Yeah. It's sub- it's not subliminal because it's they're saying it, but it's embedded in the content as if it is reality. Yeah. Well, yeah. And I, I mean, I guess you know it's it's you can't really like like as you pointed out, like there there is that that nice thing where like the ads are clearly separate. This is an ad. You know, you're being tried. Someone's trying to sell you something, and when it stops being that, it gets dicey. Uh, a lot of this stuff maybe is stuff that still these people are being paid to introduce as part of their life but something that they believe in Mm -hmm. so you know i don't like not to villainize all influencers and all products that tap influencers um i do appreciate the the like separation though i think that that is kind of important i think people should know when someone is now entering into the vein of and i've been paid to sell you this
0: (laughs) yeah And I mean, that goes even further when, one, you have influencers who start to make their own lines of things, Mm -hmm. like makeup YouTubers who begin to make their own makeup line. They don't have to say anyone paid them to to wear only a full face of their own makeup and talk about their own makeup the whole time because, like, it's their company. Right. So, like, if if this YouTuber who makes their own makeup line just Mm -hmm. doesn't say, like, hey, go buy my makeup... But does a whole makeup look only using their brand and says the name 20 times.
1: See, this is very
0: frustrating because, like,
1: I don't feel like I'm an influencer. (laughs) Are you saying you're an influencer, No, I'm saying I'm not. I say I don't feel like I'm an influencer. And I want to know how to be one because I don't want to sell anything. Like, I don't have anything that I really want to. I want to be an influencer because I feel like if I could, then I could be like, oh, my gosh. I just gave a bunch of vaccines today at the office and it was so (laughs) cool and I just think they're awesome and everybody should go get them. Uh, So that's, that's what we, that's the goal. We all have to try to like raise ourselves to influencer status and then just like try to influence people to do good. I don't, I don't think it works like that. I don't (laughs) think that's how that works either. Wouldn't it be great (laughs) if I could do that? If I could be like, oh my gosh, all these measles vaccines. (laughs) They were so cool. <laughs> Everybody looks so hot after they got their measles <laughs> vaccine today. No, I do not think that's a scientifically sound uh, statement, but I don't know. I'm, I'm
0: looking at you, Washington. <laughs> Al, there is a Oof. an aspect of this influencer culture I maybe you all wouldn't know about. I actually didn't think about it until just now that I guess counts. Um, m- OK, so there are companies that will pay regular and social media users like Uh not an influencer just someone like i mean just like me like would pay me okay and say we're gonna give you this starter set of our shampoo let's say Mm -hmm. this is one i've been seeing a lot recently from people i know um shampoo and conditioner and hair treatment we're gonna give you a set for free and we want you to post like this many posts a day on your instagram story or on your snapchat story Mm -hmm. and the more you sell you make commission from that so you don't really make a salary but you make money if people buy the stuff and also it doesn't really cost you anything because they're sending you stuff for free to post pictures about Mm -hmm. so now i know like three girls personally that are advertising for this shampoo company and using their products and trying to sell them to you and like they're not an influencer technically because it's not like they have a big following or anything, yeah. but they're trying to sell it directly to people they know in real life.
1: Now, are they, wait is it like a multi-level marketing thing though? Or it, I was like, gonna say, does uh, this is this a pyramid scheme? I mean, it like do seems they have like shampoo it. that they're now trying to sell? Well, like yes, the P- I guess oh. because uh. like.
0: They're not, they don't. This is a pyramid scheme. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yes. But they're using <laughs> social media. That is an media, easy answer. They're using social media to do it is the thing. Yeah. Like they're posting all these Instagram stories and like one person I know, for example, that that sells this shampoo mm-hmm. has friends come over and says, here, wash your hair with this shower and mm-hmm. let me take a before picture and an after picture. And they don't have the shampoo with them for you to buy. Mm-hmm. You still have to go to the company on the website and order it and buy it. Like, oh. they don't have the shampoo quantities with them. But they how have' they make own. money? They get commission from whatever they sell. Like, when oh, someone so goes to buy it, commission. they have their own, like, company page. That if you go to buy it from this page, then you're buying it from, that's, you know, whoever. Yeah,
1: that's not as bad as, actually, as not as bad. Um, right. Because the, a lot of those, the way they they get you is you have to buy all the merchandise right and then and it's up to you it. to sell it no
0: you get everything for free that's supposed to be for you so you can say like now, i use this and it works Are do they make
1: their real money by getting those people to buy shampoo or do they make the real money if they get those people to also sh- sell shampoo that's the
0: thing oh. they also on all their instagram stories at the end of it mm-hmm. you know you can either it's like a question at the top like do you want to try this? And instead of being like, yes or no, it's usually like, yes, I want to buy some or sign me up. I want to sell this too. Ah, uh, that's see. So, <laughs> and then on all the posts promoting, their company, all <laughs> the posts promoting their company, it's like, if you work for this company, you set your own hours, you make salary based on all the good work you do from your home. Mm-hmm. You have a chance mm-hmm. to win mm-hmm. free vacations and free cars based on how much you sell like what this what? is <laughs> this is an old
1: story tell your friends to google amway <laughs> this has been going on for a long time it's a very what? i'm not going to say like they're not, I'm, I'm not saying that everyone is a scam certainly but it is a very hard way to make money it's not as yeah. easy as they make it sound well
0: yeah i mean i i would never buy from those people just because it's like to me, those kinds of posts always seem like the kind of thing that's like, well, this is just like a, like a scheme. This is just like an ad.
1: It's it's yeah. just not, it's it's not it easy never seems to make. I mean, there are ones that are obviously a lot more friendly to right. their consultants than others, certainly. Yeah. But it's, it, it never seems, it's not and maybe, the fortune you're hoping for. Right.
0: And maybe this, this isn't true for everyone, but ads like that never seem as legitimate to me as like, a tv commercial or like a video ad or something that's put on from like a big <laughs> company that's out there and is I, well made and well produced like i i, don't, I don't believe any ads it just never seems believable to me
1: i don't justin and i ha- i have to do that to counterbalance justin justin believes every ad he sees always anything that's advertised <laughs> especially if they use a lot of adjectives to describe their product he instantly believes it he <laughs> wants to buy it <laughs> um so I have to be the opposite there is a lot of online ordering that goes on in your household (laughs) yes Mm -hmm. if you tell him your product is crunchy or cheesy or new and improved he's on it like (laughs) it it really doesn't take much (laughs) but I mean I think like do you think it's kind of like the the ethics of media that we're talking about here because like to say this is an ad and like I'm going to tell you what's good about my product versus like and this this goes back to old hollywood like if i just show a cool person doing this thing that i want to sell you you're gonna buy it if i show this cool person smoking cigarettes in every scene yeah, or, i was about to say drinking yeah alcohol. <laughs> i mean there's a reason that that's been a big issue with like anti-smoking campaigns is how often people smoke in movies it's because it's not they're not doing it for for no reason it's it's ingrained in our consciousness but that comes from ads that comes from advertisers who were smart and a little evil who realized we could be honest and say we're advertising i mm-hmm. mean or we could just have a really cool person use our product and it's subliminally going to tell you that you will be cool too if you use it yeah i i think you're right i think that the tricky thing has just been that as more and more media is real life so to speak like it's an actual person being them their actual self right right it's re it's reality tv it's you yeah. know real youtube is largely the same idea I'm not playing a character I'm playing myself that then the lines get really blurry yeah right um this is what leads to the
0: thing we're we're gonna talk about perfect (laughs) so let's actually talk about fire festival but first let's check the group message so we have a jumbotron for you today on this (laughs) that's a great intro to the evening as I go to try to find it Mm-hmm. I have it. Would Sisters? you like me to get
1: started? Yes. We have a message today for Sarah, and this is from Joe. And Joe would like to say, Happy birthday, Sarah. You sent me to PodCon for my birthday, so I'm having the ladies of Stillbuff give you a birthday message. Happy birthday, love hubby. Aww. Aww. Happy birthday, Sarah.
0: Happy, Happy birthday, Sarah. birthday, Sarah. Great to hear from you, Joe. Yeah. It was wonderful
1: to meet you at PodCon. And happy birthday, Sarah. You you did not specifically request, Joe, that Taylor sing a song. So that means I don't have to do it. Great. Moving on. <laughs> <laughs> but have a happy birthday anyway, Sarah. I hope it's the best. Uh, so, fire Festival. In case you have not, uh, in case you didn't hear about it, if you were like me, you had no idea what this was before it, the meltdown. And I really all didn't went. either. Wrong, yes. Like, I think most there are a lot of us who aren't necessarily looking for like high end luxury music festivals to attend, right? And so, it would not have come across our radar. Uh, it you may remember this from April of 2017 is when this occurred, and you may have seen a lot of posts on Twitter. About a supposed luxury music festival that went terribly awry. Yes. (laughs) You may have seen some Twitter posts about uh, tents like FEMA relief tents that they were um, expected to sleep in. People carrying mattresses over their heads or perhaps a picture of a cheese sandwich.
0: (laughs) Which the phrase cheese sandwich is very misleading. Let's call it what it really is. What they called it. It's a piece of toast with cheese on it. It's not even a whole sandwich.
1: There, I think there was another piece of bread
0: underneath oh. all the there lettuce. I missed bread. that. I missed the second <laughs> bread. I just saw. There was like some, a pile of salad, wet <laughs> lettuce, <laughs> and a a gross piece of cheese on top of one piece of toast. But they're eating too, <laughs> this is I- this is taylor's
1: moment to defend the cheese sandwich taylor <laughs> no, you, you no. get you get one minute alone to defend the cheese sandwich here's, Go. here's the thing I, that's become the image it's the icon of the failure of fire festival except that some person that never got paid that was working over hours over time with no resources that lived on that island made that sandwich yes somebody made that like those people that were trying to provide all that food we screwed over. They didn't yes. get paid. They were working late hours like like that was not like show a picture of like the founders like their their horrible evil faces this cheese sandwich some some poor person looked at that and said man that was my cheese sandwich i did that i was just trying to feed all these hipsters that were starving like it yeah, was the bad th- <laughs> they these said they were hungry i had the- cheese i gave it to them and then they yeah. took a picture of it and put it on twitter <laughs> <laughs> it's like come on guys like, that's like the epitome of the problem with it i don't i don't agree with a lot of the problems that people say it's the problem of our generation i think we haven't been given the best hand but but that that's pretty crappy like somebody did their best to try and they were not the people to blame and yes you you Instagrammed their attempts at feeding you and mocked them when you should have maybe questioned yourself for your entire itinerary <laughs> I agree and the, the real blame as the documentaries uh, I would say more so the Hulu document documentary than the Netflix documentary because there are two the, and they came out at the same time. Yeah. And there's a reason for that, I think. <laughs> there is a reason for that. Yeah. Now uh, that you
0: all have... I will say, you all have watched both. I have only watched the one that was on Netflix. Yes. And you all have explained to me, I think, and it makes more sense why there are two.
1: To, to briefly outline, in case you're not familiar without... I mean, the documentary is just this, the story of why this festival is such a complete debacle. Um, so I don't, I don't think it's... it's I mean watch it like that's the story i don't think that spoils much yeah but basically this guy billy mcfarland it was largely his plan and it sounds like he had a history of some like running scams yeah on people um and was pretty good at it and then he came up with the idea of doing like uh this festival largely to promote an app that he was making,
0: which is kind of a crazy app, by the way. I didn't know this app existed. It's where you're supposed to be able to go on this app and book celebrities yes. for like a performance for like your birthday party or whatever.
1: I mean, it's for very
0: wealthy people. Right. It's. I mean, it like, just seems like we a would crazy... never have use for right. <laughs> it just seems like a crazy app to be made because the use of it would be so limited.
1: Well, but I
0: mean, if you have,
1: if you are the kind of person who does, didn't you ever watch? My Sweet Sixteen? No. This is These are the kind of people who would like they would like have a celebrity to come a celebrity to come to your to come, to your, yeah. to, come to your kids because you're super yeah. rich and you want to make your spoiled 16 year old happy so yeah. you hire a celebrity to come to their big giant birthday party right. to sing or whatever right before you give them their car that they then cry about because it's their own <laughs> collar or whatever. Yes. <laughs> like that I mean so it's to promote this app and he decides to have this festival and basically he just doesn't know what he's doing or bother to figure it out ever yeah and i think as you as you follow along it sounds like they mainly spent all their time just kind of partying and having fun um they one of the main things they did do was promote it they knew how to do that
0: i think that's the only thing they did yes i I think that's absolutely right
1: so they, they knew how to promote a festival they really didn't know how to do anything else to actually make the festival occur Yes. And they, they hired a, a media company who's, you know what? The most inconsiderate thing about the name of this media company is we can't say it on the Still Buffering podcast. <laughs> That's true. That's <laughs> so true. So we're going to say F, Jerry. <laughs> That's Did they even consider that when they named their company that, that we can't say the name of it on our podcast? I, I, I don't, don't think, think they, they thought about us. Planning, yeah, for, for PG podcasts about sisterly like relations. <laughs> To talk about their failed advertising scheme. I don't
0: they maybe not
1: didn't work that out ahead of time. I don't know. <laughs> That's they weren't it's so thoughtless. Anyway, F. Jerry. Uh the this company they advertised the heck out of this thing. Yeah. I mean And they got in talent. Like the I mean, well talent. Well questionable turn. Sorry. But uh <laughs> people that were really well known and had lots of followers. <laughs> yes. Yeah, so the it was largely through like I mean, the the website made everything look very enticing they got a ton of influencers to post stuff about it to yeah. get the word out there and
0: well, they sh- and they
1: shot the video yeah down in the bahamas on a boat with like a bunch of supermodels i didn't know who they were but i think a lot of people do know who they are there was
0: a a jenner the kendall the kendall one kendall jenner mm-hmm. the one who's a model the kendall one. <laughs>
1: um is, there is that was the one hadith. who was paid two hundred and fifty thousand dollars to post one instagram post yes
0: and this Instagram wow. post is a picture of an orange square. It's just an orange square. But I that was that but the idea was that it would
1: invoke mystery. Like people would see this on their on their Instagram feed and go, "What's this?" And if you clicked on it, it led you to the video with right. all the supermodels on the boat and Which then it's I like say- this could be you come to Firefest. And it doesn't really tell you what it is. It's just yeah. like here are a bunch of very attractive people in a beautiful place drinking and riding boats. Do you want to do you want to do that this and can people be are like for five
0: thousand dollars click click click
1: count me in yeah right yeah
0: i will say that party looked pretty fun they seemed to be having a lot of fun
1: the the party that and they the video liked yeah
0: yeah they seemed to be having a good time
1: well that's cool. what a lot of people said the video was fire festival that yeah. was it that was it. fire festival happened it happened for like 50 people when they shot the video and then it was over and that's you know they also call it uh instagram brought to life and i think that really like, we live in this age where I think, and I'm, I'm sure, like, I'm not even putting those on other people. I know myself, like, there's the me that you could judge from my feed, and then there's me, and they're separate people. Like, we live <laughs> in this world where there's the Instagram reality and a real reality. Yeah. And, like, this was kind of quintessential, like, just how powerful the false reality of Instagram can be in mm-hmm. that it can pull hundreds and of thousands of millions of dollars from people, just by selling the the picture the the yeah. movie like the image the 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 complete like just moment of something yeah. that you think is going to encapsulate the entire experience but is actually completely separate yeah. and has nothing right. to do with the reality of of the festival which which
0: was a disaster it was a disaster one might say TanaCon
1: to the extreme it, so they like i said that they they didn't know how to do a festival they had by the way ja rule is involved in all of this
0: yeah he was like one of the co-founders he was one of the co-founders organizers. and yeah and was very but it much It didn't seem like he did much
1: no i think well i think his job was to be the like because mm-hmm. he was there talent yeah. would come yeah. like i think that was his role was like oh ja rules involved so like which bands and and yeah. artists and stuff will come be part of it because he's involved it's weird, though, because, like, towards the end, you get the sense that he didn't really take the fall for anything. No,
0: he just kind of, like, skipped town mm-hmm. <laughs> once everything started going down. It was like, where's Ja Rule? <laughs> like, well, he I wasn't even know, there. He was not there. No. Um. Well, they talked about all these crazy A-list celebrities they got to come perform. And maybe I just don't have a very broad taste in, in music. I think they're all musical artists. There was one band I had heard of before, and it was the one band that dropped out before the festival happened.
1: Yeah, that so Blink One Eighty Two. Yeah, that okay. I have a question: Is Blink One Eighty Two popular again? Yeah, yeah, it, it, they they did that. Yeah, really? I mean, they I don't. The, they did the popular thing again. Yeah. When? When did this happen?
0: I, I mean, I mean, that, I didn't like Blink One Eighty Two back. I had back people the first went to high time that they with, were popular.
1: Yeah.
0: I had people I went to high school with who went to their concerts and stuff. Mm-hmm. How is that how is that possible?
1: Okay, sorry. That blew my mind.
0: <laughs> I was like Blink 182. That was <laughs> the one band I had heard of. to see Blink 182? Yeah, that Apparently, was the one band I had heard of and it was the one band that pulled out before the festival. And then everybody
1: else found everybody out everybody that like out. Yeah. There is no festival. Which, you like, shouldn't come.
0: They promised it's not even like I related it to TanaCon. TanaCon, at least people showed up and it was kind of supposed to be it was kind of like what it was supposed to be. There were just too many people. Mm-hmm. So it was overcrowded and it wasn't good for people. This was like people paid thousands and thousands of dollars to either have a private villa yeah, some like or tens a private of thousands house. Of dollars. Some yeah. people paid to like oh, yeah. have, a, have a yacht that they could stay on and then... Be shipped you know like you know, Boated into the, the island You were supposed to go to like private parties With the celebrities yeah, and have and brunch with them Have jet ski rides and private jets And they were supposed to have Little like private planes to fly Everyone there that if you bought these expensive tickets They would buy your plane tickets as well mm-hmm. And instead they were just on big Regular They're, They said it was supposed to be on, on a aircrafts. deserted
1: island Which initially it was Except <laughs> <laughs> Oh that, that part killed me it yeah. was actually just some off territory of a Sandals Resort, yes, that yes. they made look like an island by deleting the Sandals Resort, yeah. and pretending it was on the map. Yeah, well, it was supposed to be on an island that was supposedly that that was owned by Pablo Escobar, but they were not allowed to say that. But then they said that in the very first ad, so <laughs> they so they got, so kicked, they got off. kicked off of that one, <laughs> which was probably for the best because it had no infrastructure. Yeah, like it was also- even like they, like they don't understand like.
0: I am not a civil
1: engineer I don't understand all these things like how to make them happen but I know that if you're going to have thousands of people somewhere you need toilets like I know that because I'm a human and I my body works right (laughs) and it's not even like they didn't have they didn't bring the right people in they didn't bring civil engineers in to say ah this can't work because of toilets and they went (laughs) cool 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 you're fired we're not yes. going to get those toilets. Yeah. Everybody who was like, but we need <laughs> toilets or there's no food or have you thought about water? Like, yeah. they were like, you're fired. Find somebody else who doesn't talk about stuff that we have no solution for. Right. We wow, only that's, want
0: that's... people who will say this will be the
1: best. Yeah. It, it feels a lot like the government right now. Sorry. <laughs> it's like, no, no, no. Surround myself with people that agree with my insanity and then everything's going to work out. It's like, that's not how it works out.
0: Yes. They, uh, the, one of the i want to say funniest it was just like craziest i guess craziest parts to me was that they advertise these tents you could buy uh-huh. and they had these at coachella as well but at coachella they're nice like there are beds in them and they're big yeah there's space like in there for your stuff yeah there's yes. like outlets and uh-huh. stuff in there you pay a lot of money for them and it's still a tent like you're still camping but it's nice they advertise them to be like that then these people show up and the, the bus driver is driving them into uh-huh. the, where the festival is and they're all like, "That can't be where we're staying. That can't be it." And he's like, "Well, yeah, get out, find yourself a tent because they were the tents that this island had used during a hurricane. yeah, they right were,
1: they were like excess femA tents, right, yeah. like they
0: were just little domes that barely had enough room to fit and they put air mattresses in them, yeah, they had barely enough room to fit air mattresses. They, they in had them.
1: mattresses and tents, and then they they uh they didn't really, they had one catering company and then like they couldn't pay them. So they had to like, yeah,
0: they had one million something out. Yeah, they had a the million dollars minute. left Um, and they needed six.
1: And, uh, and this, and they do, they interview people who worked there, who like live on the Island and work there. And these people work their butts off to try to make this stupid festival happen. Mm-hmm. And none of them got paid. Right. And the, the woman who was in charge of the restaurant that ended up supplying a lot of the food and like the catering for everything that did happen um, like paid fifty thousand of her own dollars yeah. just to pay the people who worked for her that worked like day and night for weeks to try to make this happen. I mean, like they, they this guy ripped tons of people yeah. off, it, and the investors, of course. Like he lied about his own stocks and how much money he yeah. had and all it, this, how much money it yeah. was worth and what he had done. He all kinds of fraud in order to get investors to put like what was it like twenty four million?
0: Yeah. Oh yeah. I didn't get amount of money. Which I honestly. I I know that things are expensive <laughs> and I know that I have no concept of really what money means once you get above like a thousand dollars. I don't know what money beyond that is <laughs> but like when you tell me that someone has 24 million dollars from investors and then all these people that they said what like 5,000 people all paid mm-hmm. at least like a thousand dollars for a ticket and then you had other people working for him and then you had people... Um, loading money onto those wristbands they were supposed to be able to use at the festival, but then he just ended up taking their money. Like, that had to have been at least, like, 30 or $40 million. And I don't know where all of it went. Like, what... I don't... I didn't see a thing where I was like, oh, that's where all the money went. Like, they said they spent maybe $1 million on the talent, I and mean, then I don't know where, like, that other $30 million went.
1: Well, I mean, I think he just spent a lot of it. I think that's he was so- just taking money and using it for whatever he wanted. Yeah. Like... Whatever I need is part of what the festival needs. Yeah. Right. Plus they talked about stuff like they talk- he bought so much liquor. Oh yeah. And the, the tax on liquor there was so high. I, I forget like nine million or something. Oh yeah. My- just I mean, in liquor taxes. Yeah. I, mean, I don't remember was, the exact number. That but, wasn't yeah, in the Netflix documentary. No, no. They 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 get into it like in the the so the difference between the two documentaries because we alluded to that and we, yeah. we never finished it the the netflix documentary is actually made it's made by vice and the people from the f jerry media company yeah. who did all the marketing for this thing and i mean i think like if you're just talking like from a marketing perspective did they do a good job well yeah they marketed the heck out of it yeah. they made it look amazing it wasn't it was all false it was misleading they claim they didn't know they claim like i don't we just did what we We were told we're being paid we're not you know well actually i don't think they were paid (laughs) everything they wrote but but they say like we didn't know whereas in the hulu documentary you get a totally other perspective where they're like well did you maybe they weren't there on the ground watching the fema tents be erected but they kind of knew things were going downhill And i mean i i also just at some point it's like where's where's culpability in in advertising for these companies like Like, why would you just take all this money and advertise something, getting no proof that it exists, no idea that it's not a scam? Like, just for the good name of your company, not even worrying about ethics, just, like, for what your reputation is. That's why I think it's so sketchy that their documentary came out right when Hulu's did, like, like highly advertised. I mean, is this them just trying to cover their butts? I think so. I think so, because they really, like, in the Hulu documentary, there's even a guy who's kind of, like, split. From the company is the impression I get and like He's kind of he's kind of going rogue yeah <laughs> he's Doing his own thing and he's like Listen you know we we Were being instructed like when People complain on the post when They say things like I haven't I haven't heard Anything about my plane tickets or like I still don't Know where I'm supposed to go or why won't anybody Answer any of my questions delete them delete All these posts yeah. they had like filtered um Posts for Every possible word they'd filtered It for like reservation Plane ticket question um, festival yeah you could like anything that you put like that you could like if you tried to post it they yeah. you get banned for twenty four hours and they did- for like yeah you know inappropriate content they did yeah.
0: touch on that a little bit in the netflix one and said that people were um, contacting the people at the marketing company with questions because yeah. they were the ones running the social media so people are using social media to have questions about like hey i don't even know what airport i'm supposed to go to or hey i haven't gotten a confirmation for my ticket or anything i don't know what my yeah, villa could, is could you send me a picture or something yeah. so i know where i'm s- will there be an outlet you and know? they said that they started screenshotting what they called legitimate questions and sending them to the people at the fire festival like the people in charge but then anything they saw is like bad press they They, just deleted and uh, yeah they just started they just started cleansing those posts of anything
1: that sounded negative so if you were to look at it you wouldn't know that everyone else is having the same problem they even
0: turned off comments for posts after Mm -hmm. a certain point so that people couldn't comment anything so
1: like if you're doing that you know something shady is happening like you you get a sense like why wasn't any? why didn't anybody ever say maybe we should stop yeah or like helping rip people off yeah it sounds like maybe this is a scam yeah like all of these young people are going to show up. They're going to get, they're going to fly to the Bahamas. They're going to show up on an island. They're not going to have food. They're not going to have a place to sleep. It's going they're to not be going totally to have a dangerous way to get to the festival. They, I mean, because they're in the dark, intense. Yeah. They've all been given a bunch of alcohol, so they're all drunk. They don't yeah. know what's going on. They don't know where they are. They're terrified, and they can't get back off the island because there's no flight out. Yeah.
0: Yeah. Because it's a tiny airport, and there were thousands of people there.
1: And whatever you think, because there was such hay made about like the people who went, and like making fun of them sure. and everything yeah. when all of, happened. Yeah, like none it, of us have a couple grand to just throw towards a festival. Like sure, but but that being said, there's still people. They're people, and it was wrong. Like nobody deserves to get ripped off like that, and no, and I mean. That would be a terrifying situation Yeah. if you went, if this was like your big thing for the year, this was like the thing you wanted to splurge on and you did and then you show up and now not only is it not what you paid for and you've wasted all this money, but maybe you're also legitimately freaked out. Yeah. Like you're scared. Yeah. Well, I, I, I was, no, no, go ahead. I was just saying I would be. Well, like, I was making the argument earlier that it's like, you know, I think one of the quintessential elements of millennials is that, look, we, we know the things that we're never going to be able to afford. So we tend to spend money more on experiences and like couple that with this unfortunate, like desperate epidemic of FOMO, <laughs> like, mm-hmm. you know, sell us an idea that like, yeah, you'll never have a car or a house or money to have a family, but you could have an amazing weekend somewhere with that little bit of money in your savings account. You got a job, you're going to work it. You'll, you know, you'll go back to work after that. May Like I like, I don't know, like, I don't know if everybody that went to that was, like, the way that we paint them all is, like, a trust fund baby that just had money to burn. Like, how many people were just, like, I don't know. I- I'd love to have a, a fun time. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. No, I mean, I-, I think I think that's that was my take on it. And, like, yeah, you could see some of, like, the, I, I agree with the perspective. Like, somebody worked hard to make you food. You had food. Right. I know you're scared you're in a bad situation. You want to get out of there. S- there were people there trying to help you. and. Yeah you were kind of making fun of everything yeah. but at the same time like yeah they they paid for this big experience yeah. and, and they mean, were ripped off and yeah. and the, the this Billy McFarlane cat totally ripped everybody off he lied he committed fraud. he's scary in my mind that's a oh, scary totally. dude like oh the, yeah like the in the in the Hulu documentary they interview him and he seems quite certain that he has not done anything wrong like not in a like lying way in a like I have convinced myself (laughs) (laughs) that I have done nothing wrong. I've been watching the Bundy tapes and I'm like, this isn't that different. (laughs) It felt that way to me. It felt like, uh, it, it reminded me of like the guy in the podcast, Dirty John. You should listen to that. It's a, it, but he's like a scam artist type too, and like the way they describe him and everything, like I felt like this is the kind of guy who's like building to something much worse. Like he's yeah, already right. like okay with all like all the ways in which he ripped people off and screwed them over, and like he's probably capable of <laughs> scary stuff. Yeah, I, I'm fine with the fact that like I mean he he gets punished by the criminal justice right. system. No, I don't know if that spoils anything. But, like,
0: but. well, I mean he he did it oh, again this yes. cool done did it again he gets out on bail after saying he didn't have any money but then somehow gets three hundred thousand dollars to to get out of prison
1: yeah he starts
0: another and he's like scam. hold up in this
1: nice big uh penthouse, penthouse. yeah seat. hold up in a penthouse that's not yeah. a thing and and he and he starts like wanting to make a documentary about him again Like he he hires hires a film crew. He hires a film crew to come film him as he starts doing something called NYC VIP access, where he's ripping people off, trying to sell them fake tickets to events. This was my favorite. Yeah, to events like the Met Gala, which you can't buy tickets to. Which is even. (laughs) Oh no, he bribed Anna Wintour. I'm sure. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, she can be bought. (laughs) Yeah, Anna Wintour's really interested in Billy
0: McFarlane's money. (laughs) Like, oh, that's (laughs) ten thousand
1: dollars. Never (laughs) buy.
0: like to a certain extent it was almost worse i they didn't say how many people actually fell for this or if anyone actually bought these tickets it was like a hundred thousand dollars yeah there was one where it was like a taylor swift meet and greet or watching a a basketball game in madison square garden and having dinner with lebron afterwards all these things that people were saying like taylor swift doesn't do meet and greets She's not even impossible. doing concerts right now. Yeah. This is literally impossible. You can't buy tickets to the Met Gala. You can't buy tickets to the Grammys. You yeah. have a VIP experience at the Grammys. That's not something you can pay for. Mm-hmm.
1: No, that 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 was uh, Victoria's Secret fashion show. You can't buy t- yeah. tickets to that either. Yeah. yeah. Th- that's what they were talking about. Like, this were just totally fake.
0: And they even spelled Victoria's Secret wrong. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I just...
1: But, uh, but he tried that again, and then he got in big trouble for that, which is good. And, like... The thing is, like, he was ripping people off. Uh, I don't know what Ja Rule knew and what he didn't. I'm not going to pass judgment on Ja Rule. I I was very confused as to what his role was. He just seemed like he was there to have a good time. Yeah, I I think he was just trying to have a good time. And, like, this will be a fun, cool concert. I'm sure that this is going to work. And then it totally didn't. I mean, I I think, yeah, there's a bit of, like, with, like, a lot of these celebrities that do endorsements, like, do you think they actually read the media to make sure that the products they're endorsing are, like, um, everything up to their standards. I, I, and I'm yeah, not calling them out yeah. on that. I'm just saying, no. like, I, yeah, I feel like he probably was sold on the idea of it because this guy was a good salesman. He, and he that is. Was he's that, a, Yeah, he's a very good salesman. Absolutely. I think uh, that can't be underscored enough. I don't think people who were ripped off by the, this guy are, are like stupid or patsy right. Like he was very good yeah. at at selling things if, and tricking people. Like if he's, I were, he's a very good con artist. Yeah.
0: If I were an adult and I had money to spend on a thing like that, I won't say that it's something that I wouldn't have thought about. Like, if I had plenty of money laying around and it was, like, people that they were advertising that I was interested in seeing. Yes. And they like, advertised a very it different did, musical act. Right. <laughs> but, like, if it was something that I was interested in seeing and they advertised it with these villas and flights there and you just mm-hmm. paid as much money, like, I get it. Yeah. I I mean, I think, I and I think a lot of people were thinking,
1: like, this would be a great place to... Be seen, yeah. And then this, this media, this, this advertising company, really, like they made it look amazing, yeah. Um, I think it it's worthwhile to say that they're already like they have a bad reputation as it is, I guess, because they tend to steal content from comedians oh. and use it as if it's their own in cool. their in their marketing. Um, I think that's worthwhile to mention. So I don't think they are a beloved marketing agency outside of this and then now this has happened right um but i i think the thing that's most fascinating about it and and tay i think you said it is just like this was instagram in real life like this is what happens when you zoom out from the instagram photo (laughs) that that looks like absolutely perfect that like you have this one little square and within that square all of life makes sense yeah and then as soon as you look beyond the edges of the square, like there's cheese sandwiches and FEMA tents. Yeah. <laughs> well, I, I think that's kind of the good takeaway lesson is like, look, this is uh, advertising. It's It's been around for as long as, you know, we've had products to sell. Like advertising will never be completely honest with us. It will always try to give us a fantasy. That's what it does. And mm-hmm. it will utilize every form of communication it can that is the nature of the beast. We just have to be smart enough to have that awareness. It's a new form. So we're all adjusting to it. And I think this is what happens when you have a populace that hasn't quite caught up with the learning curve and someone that's taken advantage of it. Like I said, I don't, I don't Mm -hmm. think the guy's not smart. I think he's evil, but I don't think he's not smart. Um, Yeah. yeah. I, so I think that's just like, you know, like FOMO exists because nice pictures exist. Like Mm -hmm. the, if you were at any of those things that you think you're missing out of, on chances are you wouldn't be having as good of a time as you think you're not having, so yeah, but be, be aware, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's very true, yeah. So, um, and don't if you start seeing advertisements for the next fire festival, I mean, unless oh. it's a macro joint, <laughs> <laughs> Can the next Levine podcon, fire. the
0: fire festival. <laughs> Except, just spell it like F I R E.
1: <laughs> no, we gotta we gotta F maybe like a how do we how do we spell it so it's different? I don't know. Uh, we actually read one of the people in the one of the people who um, was involved in the class action lawsuit against him, I think, now owns that. Oh, really? Really? I'm, I'm, I think so. I think that's what we read. Somebody already somebody has bought the Fire Festival uh, trademark, so it'd be it would be interesting to see if if that gets revived. Uh, forget that. I'm gonna check out Burning Man instead. Yeah, I've already yeah. said that. <laughs> that's that's my eventual plan. But <laughs> well, you know, at least you know what you're getting into there. That's exactly. I've watched many documentaries. I know where <laughs> I know what I'm headed to. I watched the documentaries first, not later after it was a debacle. Except for the fact that one of these two documentaries is produced by one of the companies that's trying to clean up their image. Just like how far from truth can we get where it's like, oh, this is a documentary about the failed festival by a company that has an outlook that's trying to sway you in their favor? Yeah, yep. crap. Like, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> don't trust anything. Stay inside. <laughs> this is where we are again. We are. Don't don't trust anything. We're back in the X-Files. We're in the X-Files. And we're in the X-Files. I was going to say in the Nixon era. Oh, but okay. well, all right. I know, same. Same. Life, same. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, well, thank you, sisters. Thanks for watching those documentaries so that we could talk about them. Of course. I am I am obsessed with this now. <laughs> <laughs> That's what Justin and I started looking for. Like, are there other documentaries about festivals that went awry? Because <laughs> apparently this is something we like to watch. And
0: we didn't know we had this interest. Have you tried the YouTube Shane Dawson series about Tamacon? No, I'll
1: have to check that out. Yeah, It's a good one. No, there was a short video I watched about Dashcon. Mm. That's fascinating. You just told us yeah. about that. Yeah, yeah, you that's very that. interesting. You should, to me. If you're interested in this kind of stuff, that was a Tumblr con that went terribly awry. Mm-hmm. Which, I'll be fair, as a member of Tumblr, I would have called that. <laughs> <laughs> uh, don't don't worry. We'll never lead you astray with any cons we are associated with. <laughs> I can promise you that. Yeah, if there's ever <laughs> a Smurl con, I don't. I mean, the, the cheese sandwiches are going to be mwah. <laughs> yes, but we'll tell you ahead of time that, that they're, they're just going to be cheese sandwiches. <laughs> We're going to advertise crappy cheese sandwiches and be like, "You guys know what you're getting." Though. <laughs> uh, thank you, sisters. Thank you, everybody, for listening. Um, if you haven't checked out those documentaries, I would highly recommend them. If you only want to watch one, I would say the Hulu one. Yeah, but just yeah. watch both. You're going to want to watch both. Yeah. Now I want to watch both. You're going to want to watch both. I'm going to watch a good one. Um, and uh, thank you to Maximum Fun. That's the network that hosts us. It's a great podcast. In case network. you were unaware, yeah, I guess Maximum Fun. <laughs> Check them out at maximumfun.org dot org, and then you can email us at stillbuffering at maximumfun dot org and tell us how your dog poops when it's cold. Because <laughs> Taylor, <laughs> I really, Taylor I really wants know. To know. Taylor really wants
0: to know. <laughs> we're We're assuming
1: that you all know it's cold and you've brought your animals inside. Also. Also, their poop. Well, and then, <laughs> I mean, yeah. and then tell us how they poop. Yes. Uh, or you can tweet that at us at well as well if you <laughs> I guess if you, you so can. desire. It's still buff. It, that's it. Just that still. It's buff. just still buff. <laughs> There's nothing else because it's a Twitter thing. And wow. <laughs> thank you to the novellas for a theme song, baby. Change your mind.
0: This has been still buffering a sister's guide to teens through the ages. I am Riley Smurl. I'm Sydney McRoy. And I'm Taylor Smurl i am a teenager
1: and, and I, I was, was
0: too <laughs>
1: <laughs> but seriously
0: how did they poop <laughs> Is there a dog in a car at a bar on the street?
1: Yay! That, I'm Elaine Ringo, a small dog owner. My dog Pistachio howls when she's excited. And I'm Renee Culvert, a big dog owner. My dog Tugboat tips over when he's sleepy. And we co-host a podcast called Can I Pet Your Dog that airs every Tuesday. We bring you all things dog. Yes, dog news, dog tech, dogs we met this week. We also have pretty famous guests on butt legs. We're not going to let them talk about their projects. No. Just want to hear about those dogs. We don't want to hear about your stuff, only your dogs. So join us every Tuesday on Max Fun. MaximumFun.org. Comedy and culture. Artist owned. Listener supported.